The following is a sponsored program on WBT. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, it's the show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems when you become your own doctor and engage your body's natural ability to heal by itself. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and I love that today I get to inspire you, coach you, and guide you to living life to your fullest health potential. We are discussing cardiovascular health. For the last two weeks, I've gone through blood pressure and cholesterol and how those biomarkers for heart disease are not actually root causes. They're symptoms of the underlying real issue, which is what's known as cardiometabolic dysfunction. Did you know that back last year, uh, the U.S. News and World Report published a study holding this up for our live streamers, only 7% of Americans actually have good cardiometabolic health. So what does this mean? Guys, it means 93% of you, 93% of us, 93% of Americans, if they had basic cardiovascular screenings, looking at things like their blood pressure, blood sugar, cholesterol, their weight, and the presence of heart disease, placking and or atherosclerosis, calcium deposits in their heart, only 7% of us would pass this screening. Now that hopefully comes as a shock to you. Why? Well, cardiovascular disease is one in four, and yet most of us think it's not going to happen to us. I guarantee you, listening to my voice today, you probably think my heart's in good shape. I don't have any risk factors. In fact, I'm taking medications. My blood pressure's under control, medicated. My cholesterol's under control, medicated. My triglycerides are under control, medicated. And what the study is showing is you can make your numbers look fabulous, but you still have the fire burning. You still have the cause going on. Cardiometabolic is what we need to talk about which means your metabolism is involved, which means we have to extend just looking at basic biomarkers for heart disease. Look, I'm coming at you hot and heavy with some information because this morning we hosted the Carolina Holistic Heart Health Summit. We had 500 plus people online joining us, learning about the real steps behind heart disease and how simple at-home techniques can be implemented to drastically reduce blood pressure, cholesterol, even affect things like palpitations and arrhythmias. So all during the show today, I'm giving away my heart disease heal thyself ebook. We talked about this all during the event today. It's yours free. And if you missed the event, I'm giving you free access this weekend, today and tomorrow, 100% direct access to the event itself. You just simply log in, push play, and you're going to learn how to solve heart disease, how to decrease blood pressure, how to lower cholesterol and triglycerides, and get your heart health back, not by using a conventional medicine approach, but by going deep into root causes. 
Three causes of heart disease are reviewed during this masterclass, and you can get it free right now. Text the word HEART plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. The ebook will show up in your inbox. The masterclass will be texted to you. You can hop on today. Remember, there's only 48 hours to watch the replay, and you're going to learn all about the steps you can implement right now to find the underlying root cause and fix your heart-related issues. Again, text the word HEART plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. Why should we do this? Well, again, according to U.S. News & World Report, only 7% of Americans have good cardiometabolic health. It means 93% of us are walking around developing heart disease right now even if our blood pressure, cholesterol, and our biomarkers are normal. And what I want to talk to you guys about today is one of the massive root causes completely disrupted, and it's not even looked at by classic conventional physicians. It is the connection between your gut, the bacteria in your intestines, and heart disease. And we're going to go deep into some of what the research is showing us. And as just a simple, quick reminder, everything I share with you is not just conjecture from me. I'm pulling this from data from peer-reviewed studies. Take a look at this one. The American Journal of Physiology and Heart Circulation published about two years ago a study showing the intestinal barrier dysfunction could be a targeted therapy for cardiovascular disease. Now, I know it's Saturday, it's in the afternoon, hey, it's post-holiday weekend, and you might be going, what? Your intestinal barrier, the tightness of the junctions in your gut, aka if you have leaky gut, there is a connection between that and cardiovascular disease. I'm going to read this to you real quick. Your gut microbiome, which is the bacteria in your intestines, and intestinal dysfunction, so leaky gut, have emerged as potential contributors to the development of cardiovascular disease. What they're saying is if you have a microbiome dysfunction, which almost all of us do, and you have leaky gut, which a lot of us do, it may play a role in the development of heart disease. Okay, next, it says alterations in gut bacteria are well-documented in hypertension, atherosclerosis, and heart failure, and they're even suggesting that therapeutic methods of fixing heart disease could come from fixing your microbiome. And here's what was very interesting. I've even highlighted it so you guys can read this. Go to our website, grab this study, askdrernst.com. Check it out in the comments below. Increased intestinal permeability is observed in both people, humans, and mice. Increased intestinal permeability enhances inflammation, gut immune function decreases, and it's been demonstrated to be a predictor of adverse cardiovascular outcomes. What are they trying to say? If you have gut leaks, if you have dysbiosis, you are setting yourself up for all of the cardiovascular health risks high blood pressure, cholesterol, arrhythmias, palpitations, even atherosclerotic plucking. What's unique is the study says we suggest that increased intestinal permeability is a pathogenic cause. It's the creation of cardiovascular disease, and it appears to be a promising avenue of further investigation. In essence, the study is saying, hey, if we look more into gut health, we can solve this issue called cardiovascular disease. 
And another one that was published just a couple months ago, January 2023, this year, gut microbiome-derived TMAO is a causal factor in promoting atherosclerotic placking and cardiovascular disease. Now, I know, again, it's a lot to chew, isn't it? TMAO is trimethylamine nitric oxide. It is a molecule, so think of it as a chemical, that is produced by the intestinal bacteria. And if it's elevated, it is correlated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease, atherosclerotic placking, and may actually be a major cause behind heart disease-related deaths. TMAO is a molecule that is produced by the bacteria in your intestines. And when it travels to the liver to be detoxified, if there's decreased detox pathways or if the bile acid flow is deficient, then TMAO will start to elevate. And what they show is TMAO is directly linked to chronic kidney disease, which is going to be the sort of irritation to the kidney so that we have hormone disruption and it leads to high blood pressure. It causes atherosclerotic placking. This is the calcification and the cholesterol buildup. It causes type 2 diabetes. It causes metabolic syndrome. It's even been linked to directly causing heart disease. So where does this molecule come from? Well, it comes from the fact that you may have a disruption in the bacteria of your intestines. And what we know is that your microbiome is, a, is a, a, like a layer, a blanket of bacteria in the intestinal lining. 38 trillion estimated bacterial uh, uh, species live there. And of these, there are beneficial and opportunistic. So if you have an overgrowth, there's too many opportunistic bacteria, and they start to secrete hormones, toxins, and other metabolic markers that lead to gut inflammation, aka leaky gut, which we talked about earlier, has been connected to heart disease. And if these bacteria are opportunistic, they start to play around with the inflammatory process in the intestines, and now you start hypersecreting TMA and your liver will convert that into TMAO and the TMAO is what actually causes heart disease. Now, when we look at the relationship between the bacteria and your intestines and your gut health and your heart health, we're stepping outside of conventional medicine. Again, remember, most of them are saying blood pressure, cholesterol, you know, your weight, and uh, they want to medicate. We're saying in the functional medicine realm, those are symptoms. The root cause is do you have gastric dysbiosis? Do you have a gut leak? In fact, the chemicals that are processed by the bacteria have been linked in studies to an elevation in your risks for heart disease, your risks for cardiovascular placking, and even your risk for things like stroke. Listen to Dr. Raphael Kelman, who is the owner of the Integrative Functional Medicine Clinic, Kelman Wellness in New York. He says there's significant evidence that the gut microbiome, that's the bacteria in your intestines, is involved in virtually all diseases for humans. We've studied this. We know it's thyroid. We know it's diabetes. We know it's cardiovascular. We know there's heart disease. And he says cardiovascular diseases are no exception. And the fact that today it is the leading cause of death in the United States, we need to start looking at your gut health as opposed to the biomarkers we see on blood work. There's still a lot to learn about this, but it's clear about one thing. An unhealthy gut causes negative health effects through an inflammation process, and that can lead to cardiovascular disease. 
I'm sure you know that over 70% of your immune system is inside your intestines. So when your gut becomes inflamed, there are certain molecules that should never leave your intestines. So chemicals and bacteria, these can enter your bloodstream and spike an inflammatory process. And some of the newest research is showing that when inflammation is present because of a gut leak, the elasticity of your vessels decreases so they become harder. And they're now finding out that the placking in the arteries is also filled with certain types of bacteria. So here's what we do know. All of the classic markers for heart disease are actually connected to a metabolic breakdown within your intestines. Obesity, for example. We know that being overweight increases your risk for heart disease. But did you know that the obesity is because of the microbiome dysfunction? There have been studies where they take mice that are obese and they take their microbiome bacteria, transplant them into non-obese mice, and the mice become obese. They also take the bacteria of the microbiome from healthy, thin mice, transplant that into the obese mice. The obese mice become thin. So what they're showing is that your gut and the bacteria, the potential leak, is what sets you up for your dysfunction is in your weight. Cholesterol levels, also connected to the gut microbiome. Certain bacteria in your intestines transform bile into a secretory type of bile. So think about it like this. Cholesterol binds to bile. If the bile is reabsorbed, your cholesterol levels continue to go up. But there are certain bacteria in your intestines that can take the bile and make it secretory, meaning you eliminate it. So in essence, your microbiome can help you to decrease your cholesterol levels by increasing the excretion of it in your stool. So if we have dysbiosis and a breakdown, we don't convert the bile into secretory, we don't excrete our cholesterol, and our cholesterol levels go up. So what is a potential cause of the elevated cholesterol we see in heart disease? Dysbiosis and leaky gut. We also know that toxic burden, so cadmium, aluminum, mercury, lead, these are all heavy metals connected with heart disease, yet the ability for you to detox heavy metals is directly connected to your gut health. Again, there are certain bacteria in your intestines that secrete molecules that bind to heavy metals and bind to toxins to allow for elimination. So if that's not working, we end up with an elevation in toxins and heavy metals. We know that leptin is a hormone that helps you to burn fat. And if you have a breakdown in dysbiosis and a leaky gut, we don't get a proper secretion of this leptin hormone, so we start gaining weight. We also know there's a connection between dysbiosis and type 2 diabetes, and we've discussed the fact that elevated blood sugars is an inflammatory cause making blood sugar go up. Recently, as I mentioned, they've found the fact that a gut microbiome breakdown causes an elevation in TMA, which if the liver is toxic and not secreting bile properly, TMAO elevates, and now we get the secretion of cardiovascular disease, atherosclerotic placking, metabolic syndrome, etc. So what is the research showing? If you have gut dysbiosis, if you have increased intestinal permeability, if you have a leaky gut, it is the root cause. It is what's causing the inflammation, making you have the markers for cardiovascular disease. So what we do know is this. 
The Journal of American Heart Association published that if TMAO is present in your blood, there's a 62% higher risk of cardiovascular heart attack and stroke and a 63% risk of overall death. And where does this come from? It comes from the fact that the microbiome is broken down and you're taking precursors from your diet and turning them into toxic molecules. When TMAO is present, it elevates inflammation, which leads to the placket in the arteries. It leads to destruction of kidney functionality, which will elevate blood pressure, and it leads to breakdown in cardiovascular health. The European Heart Journal in 2017 published a study showing elevations in TMAO resulted in a 67% higher risk in cardiovascular events. And listen to this, a 91% increase in risk from death on all causes of heart disease. So it's important to note this, even when we look at adjusting factors, so genetics and other playing parts, elevations in TMAO can predict heart disease and cardiovascular events. And one thing I talked about in my event this morning, Heart Disease Heal Thyself, is that most people have never had testing to look for microbiome dysfunction. They've never had testing for TMAO. And yet this is something we do as a base screening for all patients that we work with because we know heart health is important. We know microbiome health is important. We know that if you were to solve the root issue with your health issues, you can kiss blood pressure, cholesterol, palpitations, arrhythmias, and even elevated triglycerides goodbye because your body is going to repair this process for you. Hey, if you're listening to my voice and you're looking for a way out of high blood pressure, cholesterol issues, palpitations, and arrhythmias, text the word heart plus your name and email right now, and you're going to get a free copy of my ebook, Heart Disease Heal Thyself. We went through an event this morning called Holistic Heart Health in Charlotte. I hosted this as a live event. I'm going to give you free access to that live event today and tomorrow. Text in the word heart, your name and email, and when you hop on that event, you're going to learn again the three main underlying causes. We're talking today about cause number three, leaky gut, but there's also neurological interference, vagal nerve stress, heavy metal toxicity, and pesticide and organic toxins, and then gut leaks. These three causes can elevate blood pressure, blood sugars, elevate your triglycerides, cause your numbers to be off balance. And if you start tossing medications at that, no medication clears neurological interference. No medication will clear toxic burden. In fact, it only elevates that. And I've never seen yet a medication that can clean out a dysbiotic gut. So when we come back from this commercial break that's coming up in a few minutes, I'm going to take you through a step-by-step process of repairing your microbiome, decreasing the gut leak, and that will solve your TMAO levels. It'll decrease your inflammation. It'll help your body to be more reparative so your cardiovascular health returns. Again, text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. The Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook is yours for free. The instant access to our masterclass, Heart Disease Heal Thyself, which is open live now for you for the next 48 hours, two days. You can hop on today, you can hop on tomorrow, and you can watch the entire event. We're talking about where do you get the testing that looks for your microbiome? How do you discover if your TMAO levels are elevated? What can you do right now 
to start improving cardiovascular health. And the step number one focus is recognizing it's not a genetic issue. It's not elevated cholesterols and blood pressures. Those are the effects. It's your underlying health of your intestines, your toxic burden, and your neurological prowess. If you get those three things optimized and up to 100%, you'll watch. And I've seen this. Blood pressure clearing in 90 days. Cholesterol resetting in less than 90 days. Palpitations, arrhythmias, cardiovascular dysfunctions clearing because, again, your body can heal itself when the interference is removed. And, guys, I'm here to tell you the research is backing this. If you were to clear the intestinal dysfunction, the leaky gut, you would be targeting a therapy towards heart disease, according to the American Journal of Physiological Heart Circulation. And again, there was a study just done this January. Your microbiome is directly connected to the amount of TMAO in your blood. Elevated TMAO is heart disease. And where does TMAO come from? It comes from the bacteria in your intestines fermenting choline and carnitine from your diet. So when I come back, I'm going to discuss what's this crazy connection between eggs and heart disease, red meats and heart disease. Is that true? Or is it the fact that it's the microbiome breakdown causing the elevation in TMAO? Again, if you're looking for help with your heart, blood pressure, cholesterol, etc., text the word heart plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook, yours for free. The Heart Masterclass access today and tomorrow, yours for free. Simply again, your name, your email, the word heart. And when we come back, more about breaking down the connection between cardiometabolic health, how 97% of Americans are failing these tests, and what you can do to clean out your intestines, repair the lining, seal your gut, and have your heart start helping you to be healthy again. It's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Take a moment, text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. We'll be right back after this commercial break. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Hey, it's the show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about this unique new study that was just put out 97% of Americans are failing, sorry, 93, 93% of Americans are failing a basic cardiometabolic workup. What does this mean? Well, most people have high blood pressure, high blood sugar, high blood cholesterol, and the basic presence of small amounts of plaque within their heart such that they would be listed as having cardiovascular disease even if undiagnosed. The U.S. News & World Report put this study out last year. 93% of Americans are failing cardiometabolic health. Now, the word cardiometabolic is a little unique. Most people think of cardiovascular, like blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, the basic biomarkers your medical doctors run. But according to the U.S. News & World Report, there is a new marker that we should be paying attention to which is your gut health. Now, you might think this is unique to say, wait, my gut has to do with my heart, 
But recent studies have been coming out showing that there are molecules of bacteria in your intestines that might be converting a, a chemical called trimethylamine nitric oxide, which if elevated is creating cardiovascular disease. So what the studies are showing is that is if you have a breakdown in the bacteria of your intestines, if you have dysbiosis or a leaky gut, the bacteria are taking certain nutrients from the foods you eat, creating a byproduct called TMA. And when TMA goes into the liver, if your liver is toxic, if your bile acid production is down, which by the way, almost all of us have difficulty with bile acid production. If you have no gallbladder, your bile acid production is down. If you get bloated after eating fats, your bile acid production is down. If you're alive and living in the United States today, most people's bile acid productions are down. And as a result of that, TMAO starts to elevate and the studies guys are showing it causes type 2 diabetes. It causes metabolic syndrome and obesity. It creates heart disease, but watch this. It's causing the placking in our arteries and it can even lead to chronic kidney disease, which is a risk factor for heart disease. So what are we looking at here? Well, if your intestinal barrier is broken down, the American Journal of Physiological Heart Circulation published a study showing breakdown in your gut lining is a major root cause for cardiovascular disease, and it should be considered a therapeutic approach. So what I'm going to talk to you about during this part of our show is how do you repair your gut lining so that you can have a tightened intestinal barrier? How do we rebuild the microbiome so we can get the bacteria levels back on track so we stop hyperproducing TMAO? Well, number one is we have to talk about the things that cause the damage to it in the first place. And by the way, if you're looking for an exhaustive list, the diets, the supplement, the guides, the research, and also the tests that will show you, do you have elevations in TMAO? Do you have a gut leak? Is there dysbiosis? Download my Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook. It's completely free for you today. And as a bonus, because this morning I hosted the Holistic Heart Health Summit in Charlotte, I'm going to give you free access to that online event. Today and tomorrow, you'd simply log in, we'll text you the link, and you can watch the entire event. And that's where I'm going to show you how do you get tested for TMAO? How do we look for dysbiosis? How do we discover the underlying root causes of functional health for your heart? And you can fix this and watch things like your blood pressure get better, your cholesterol get lower, your triglycerides reset, and your heart actually start to heal itself. Simply text the word heart plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. The ebook is yours for free. The masterclass is yours for free. And you can even watch it today as soon as the link comes through. Again, text the word heart plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. And my team will send you the information for free. Okay, so what do we do to start repairing our intestines and get our microbiome back on track so that our heart can get healthier? We have to talk about things to avoid. Antibiotics and prescriptive medications are known to completely destroy the microbiome. So this is also medications like acid reflux medications, proton pump inhibitors, beta blockers, which are blood pressure medications, antidepressants. All of these have been linked to creating dysbiosis in the intestines. So if you need help getting off a medication, 
then let's connect. Okay. I'm not saying stop them immediately. No, that's insane. I'm saying become your own doctor, investigate the root cause. If you have high blood pressure, that could be a microbiome dysfunction. If you have acid reflux, guess what that is? A microbiome dysfunction. If you are depressed and you're taking an antidepressant, we now know that serotonin, epinephrine, dopamine, they're produced in your intestines more than they are inside of your brain. Pesticides, okay? Glyphosate, which is sprayed on a lot of grains and even certain other food products we consume, will actually disrupt the bacteria in your intestines and it kills the healthy bacteria creating an opportunistic environment and thus making you dysbiotic. Dysbiosis means you have an inappropriate relationship between the good and the bad bacteria. Processed foods full of sugar and uh, unhealthy ingredients and you know uh, trans fats and even seed oils. These are all connected to creating a dysbiotic intestine. Environmental toxins, this is things like heavy metals and also the chemicals that we find in our cleaning products and in our makeups and our deodorants and the things we use as part of personal hygiene. All of the chemicals absorbed through your skin can disrupt your microbiome. Another uh, fact is, listen, they've done studies on this. When you exercise, you can actually increase opportunistic bacteria in your health. When you are a non-exerciser, if you're just doing simple things like walking, when you're not actually getting into a state of sweating where you're engaging your metabolism and you're forcing your body to work harder than it typically does, then your microbiome starts to break down. In fact, there was a study done not too long ago where they took individuals who have never worked out in the last six months and they simply put them through a six-week course of doing what I'll call sort of like high intensity training. They did cardiovascular works. They did uh, basic, you know, uh, biking and running and jogging. And they followed a six week path of these individuals and they did stool samples before and after. And after just six weeks, there was an increase in healthy bacteria and a tightness to their gap junctions. What they're showing is that if you're working out on a regular basis, you can increase the health of your intestines. And if you don't, you start to get a leaky gut and you get dysbiosis. We also know that sleep is an important factor. There are studies showing that if you sleep less than seven hours, it starts to create dysbiosis, which can lead to a weakening immune response. So now that we know some of the major players that can cause this, let's start to repair this. Step number one, engage in what's known as an elimination diet. Okay, we know for a fact that certain foods, and I'm going to list them for you, create damage to the intestines. Number one, gluten. Gluten is found in all grain-based products, specifically wheat. What gluten does is it irritates the intestinal lining and causes the cells to spread apart. In fact, there's a biomarker that you should ask your wellness physicians to start looking at called zonulin. Zonulin is a protein that will be secreted as the intestines start to leak. Higher levels of zonulin are associated with increased intestinal permeability and dysbiosis. So if you've never had your zonulin levels tested, that is step number one in regards to figuring out, do you have a gut leak? Number two, we can look at things like TMAO, the biomarkers in your blood and your urine, which will tell us, is there a leak present? Number three, we can actually test the bacteria of your intestines. There are urinary biomarkers 
They're called organic acids, which will show us if you have an elevation in bacteria, fungus, yeast, or parasites. And all of these tests are discussed in the Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook that we're giving away today for free. Text the word HEART plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. Again, the word HEART plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. You can read all about the tests. You can find connections on how you can get them run. And if you watch our masterclass today, we even have special offers for you to get these tests at cost, not at retail. And once the results are back, if you need assistance in reviewing them, my team and myself can help to connect with you. Okay, so gluten causes damage to the intestines and it increases a protein called zonulin. Dairy is known to be inflammatory and sort of secretory, meaning it creates leak to the intestines. And that's specifically if it's conventional or corn-fed based. Refined sugar, we know it's toxic. We know it causes inflammation. It can damage the intestines. So does corn and soy, vegetable oils, and certain nightshade vegetables if you have sensitivities to them. That's going to be things like tomatoes and eggplants and you know red and yellow peppers. Okay, so if you go through a process of eliminating the most common gut irritants through your diet, you'll find that within a matter of sometimes a week or two, you'll start to see your digestive health improve. When you stick with this for a course of three to four months, you'll start to often see your levels begin to improve. Okay, number two, we can increase the mobility of your intestines. Now, I know you're thinking I'm going to start throwing fiber at you, but did you know that water is the most key crucial element with mobility of your intestines? Proper hydration and electrolytic balance is the first step of getting your bowels to start moving more regularly. You want to begin your day with drinking at least 32 ounces of water from the moment you wake up to the moment you leave your house. You need to probably even set reminders on your phone. Most people don't drink enough water, and we often think that just by drinking water, we're getting enough nutrients inside of us from a hydration perspective. You may want to consider eating more hydrating fruits, so greens drinks or smoothies or even herbal teas, and avoid the dehydrating beverages like sodas, alcohols, and sugary drinks. To help with mobility, increase the electrolytes of the water you drink by adding a pinch of Himalayan salt and or apple cider vinegar or lemon juice. And remember, the key is 32 ounces of water right when you wake up before you leave throughout your day. And can we also start increasing fibers and prebiotics and probiotics? Yes, but remember, for mobility's sake, water and electrolytes are the most important. Now, I want to talk to you briefly about the fact that stomach acid and, you know, indigestion, acid reflux, etc., is also a precursor for heart disease. And why is this? Well, the stomach acids in your stomach help you to digest and break down all the proteins, minerals, and fats and carbs that you eat. And if your intestines are more of a Uh, a dysfunction in that you can't digest your food properly, what happens is the microbiome is going to take certain nutrients like choline and carnitine and convert them into this TMA molecule. Now, what the studies are showing us is that the TMA, which is produced by the gut microbiome, goes towards the liver and is converted into this molecule called TMAO. And when TMAO elevates, we start to see the risk factors for heart disease. So it is a underlying root cause. 
if you want to fix this, we need to increase bile production and bile flow within the liver. And supporting your stomach acid is the number one way to increase bile flow and also to help you to clear the toxins from within your liver and decrease this TMO molecule. To do this, it's recommended that you consume a digestive enzyme that has betadine hydrochloride in it anytime you eat foods with fats or proteins. What this will do is increase the digestive ability in your stomach. It makes the food more into a liquid base. It decreases the stress against your liver and the stomach acids that will be in that mixture of foods will stimulate the liver to produce more bile. And bile helps with digestions of fats. Bile helps to support healthy cholesterol. And if you get your bile increasing and the flow of your liver up, you'll start to see cardiovascular biomarkers decrease. Some foods that help to increase bile flow include dandelion greens, turmeric, ginger, milk thistle, parsley, cucumber, artichokes, apple cider vinegar, green teas, and sauerkraut. So if we start adding more of these liver nutrient foods, these bile acid stimulating foods, what you'll find is the flow through the liver, the, the detoxification pathways will increase and there won't be as much conversion of TMA to TMAO. And again, according to the research, if your TMAO levels are elevated, those are the primary precursors for all forms of cardiovascular risk, including atherosclerotic plaquing, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and metabolic syndrome slash obesity. So anything you can do to increase bile flow is going to help with making your body healthier in regards to your heart. Exercise, I talked about it before. In 2018, the journal Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise did a study where they took adults who had not exercised for a regular basis and they put them through a six-week supervised workout, gradually increasing intensity. This was starting with simply 30 minutes of walking, going all the way up to an hour of either doing spin class or rowing or some sort of you know uh, more intense workout. And they did this three times a week for six weeks. Across the board, all participants had an increase in what's called short-chain fatty acids, which is a nutrient needed to support the healthy bacteria in your intestines. And the gut microbes were increased in a healthy relationship in just six weeks. Now, here's what's interesting. They took those same people and they stopped their workout routine. So they had all this improvement. Their gut bacteria improved, their leaky gut got better, their cholesterol levels improved, and then they stopped, and it just took six weeks for everything to return exactly back to where it was in the beginning. So with this study, what they found was how exercise can enhance the bacteria and the relationship of the leak in your intestines and that you just simply need to do six weeks. But then they also showed when you stop doing what brings health into your life, the body naturally returns back to where it was. And if you think about it, this is kind of just human nature, right? If you go to the gym and you work out and you get good results and you stop, you return back to where you were. If you follow a healthy diet, let's say you're doing uh, ketosis or you're getting into a metabolic state by doing intermittent fasting and you lose 25 pounds and you stop, your body's going to eventually slowly work itself back. So what do we have here as far as how to improve cardiovascular health. The research is evident, guys. Your gut health correlates to your heart health, more so than your numbers on your labs. 
blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides. It's important that we look at them, but they are superficial, symptomatic expressions of what's going on within your gut health. The research is evident. If you have a dysbiosis, if you have leaky gut, if you have an overgrowth of bacteria that are opportunistic, you could be setting yourself up for cardiovascular risks simply because of an elevation in a molecule called TMAO. I know this is going to sound too good to be true, but if you reduce your TMAO levels, increase your bile production, get your liver cleaned out, upregulate your digestive process by taking digestive enzymes, start eating foods that nourish the intestines, following things like, again, the dandelion, turmeric, ginger, parsley, cucumber, mint, cilantro, apple cider vinegar, sauerkrauts, all those healthy fermented foods, you can increase the relationship and the health of your intestines. And what you'll see over time is your markers, blood pressure improve, cholesterol levels improve, overall body weight improves, and it is the way to get out of the merry-go-round in regards to cardiovascular health. Okay, can probiotics help? Yes. Can fermented foods help? Yes. So we're looking at things like kefirs, kimchis, kombuchas, sauerkrauts. All of these are bacterial-related foods that have healthy bacteria in them, and they can promote a good relationship of reestablishing the microbiome. We also know that prebiotic fiber is extremely important. Research done as far back as 2017 shows that prebiotics help the probiotics to stay nourished and anchored to your intestines. If you do a prebiotic with a probiotic, you have a better chance of resetting your microbiome than just taking probiotics alone. And listen, I've saved the best for last. Current research is suggesting that short-chain fatty acids are the key supplement that you should be taking on a daily basis to keep your gut sealed, healed, and to support the healthy bacteria. Short-chain fatty acids that have the most amount of research behind it is butyrate or butyric acid. This is a beneficial short-chain fatty acid that can help to feed the microbiome, seal your intestines, and decrease the damage due to gluten-induced irritation to the microbiome. A 2017 study that was done that showed your gut microbiome and your blood pressure and your cholesterol and your cardiovascular health relate to the intake of butyric acid. Where do we find butyric acid? Well, it's found in grass-fed butter, clarified butter, ghee, raw cheeses, and you can also take it as a direct supplement, butyric acid. By increasing butyric acids, by increasing stomach acids, by decreasing the inflammation with your intestines, you can bring around better cardiometabolic health such that you could become part of the 7% of Americans. Guys, only 7% of people are passing cardiometabolic health. And I hope today's show has given you inspiration to know it's not a genetic issue typically. It's not a cholesterol issue typically. It's not even a blood pressure issue typically. It's a gastric health cardiovascular connection. If you have dysbiosis, you're going to run risk factors for heart disease. If you have leaky gut, you're running risk factors for heart disease. And the research is evident. You fix these two and your body can heal naturally. If you're looking for more information on how to do that, 
some of the supplements that we recommend, diet guidelines, and even protocols, download the Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook now. Text the word HEART plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. We'll send you the ebook free. And today and tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, you get access to the masterclass Heart Disease Heal Thyself. We'll text it directly to you. You can watch it today. It's going to show you step-by-step how to identify your root cause, how to remove that root cause, and what you can do right now to start becoming cardiometabolically strong, fix the underlying root issues, and clear things like blood pressure, palpitations, arrhythmias, cholesterols, elevated, etc. I've seen patients go through this program and have massive transformation in as little as 90 days on pre and post labs. Again, if you're looking for a way out, text the word heart plus your name and email to 704-906-2094. Hey, it's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I look forward to seeing you each and every week right here at 3 p.m. on News Talk 1110 WBT and streaming live on Facebook.com slash Ask Dr. Ernst, YouTube.com slash Ask Dr. Ernst. If you'd like more information about today's topic, visit AskDrArts.com, click on the health blog, and you'll see everything that we just discussed today is available for you for free. Thanks so much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you guys each and every week. Until then, bye-bye.